1: And hello, welcome to Whining, a wine versus beer podcast. I am Josh Divney and I'm with... Sean Cooper. Yes, yes I am. Uh, yeah, so uh, how this podcast works is I am a beer fan, Sean is a wine fan, I bring a beer to the table, Sean brings a wine, and we fight to prove that our drink is the best. That's essentially
2: it. Yes, it's waiter's friends at dawn. That what? You know, wine knives, a waiter's friend, corkscrews at dawn. Good, good, good <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
1: Beautiful this, white wine. This yeah. is the trick to getting me, because I don't drink a lot of white wine, but I love it. Um, I, yeah, so this is the way to my heart. My beady little black heart. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what have you brought, Sean?
2: Um, so we're drinking um, a white Chateauneuf de Pape from uh, Claude de um, L'Orettois de Pape. so... French white wine from chateauneuf de pape which is in the southeast of France.
1: Yep, that, and that's what uh, I have got to contest with. I've got to find something that's better than that. And I've heard of Chateau de pape before, and I don't know a lot about wine, but I've heard of that. Well, it's a
2: very famous appellation for red wines more than white wines. Right, like, okay. whites can be absolutely fantastic.
1: Good news, and I have brought well something a little bit different from what we've been having recently. Um, this is a staple beer that I'll get from a, uh, my Sainsbury's down the road. It's a Fuller's London Pride. It's a good old Pride of of London. one of my favourite beers. It really is. It's
2: difficult to go wrong with a London Pride. It's, you see it on tap and you know you're in for a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're safe. You're safe with Pride. Um. It's a Sunday afternoon beer. Yeah. And to be honest, there's not many jokes to be made about it knocking your pride because it's such a steady sort of session beer. You know, after drinking four of them, your pride's going to be at the same level. It's going to be even higher. It's a bad comic beer. It's a bad comedy (laughs) beer. But that's all right. Maybe you should put
2: that in writing to Fullers. Maybe you should make a complaint.
1: Well, I got an email through uh, in Gmail, you know, it sorts into your tabs, like promotions, whatever. I saw an an email uh, come through. It wasn't promotions, but it said from Laura Fullers. And I was like have they heard about the podcast? Are we getting a case for the free fillers? No. <laughs> no I, what was it? I've ended up on their mailing list somehow and I don't know how that's happened. Oh, did you go
2: to a pub and try and enter yeah, for like a free yeah, beer or I something probably, like that? I think I maybe put my that, credit in. That's, like, that's my, how they get you. My bank
1: card in. Sorry. Not my bank card. That would be the wrong way to do it. You know, when you put your business card in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, not important. So we will be going through this podcast trying to prove that our drink is better than the others. And at the end of the podcast, we'll decide. What have you been up to today? Today has been an easygoing day. Uh, It's a Sunday. We don't normally record on a Sunday. Um, So do forgive us. us, uh...
2: And as as one can tell, Josh is not not used to broadcasting on a weekend. I
1: hate it. I don't like having to do anything on a weekend. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it is a Sunday. um, So I haven't really done a lot. Uh, I was sat down playing guitar like I do gaggles of beautiful women coming to find me just as soon as i take a strum in your head yeah no that didn't actually happen of course um and it was shortly after my girlfriend left um <laughs> not not for permanently <laughs> she just, just had enough just for the day
2: i wouldn't blame her though
1: yeah i think that would be the consensus if that ever yeah. did yeah uh, <laughs> hopefully not uh but yeah so i was just um playing guitar and uh in my front garden, there's something that means every passerby looks into it. I don't really want to go into it yet. I might save it for another podcast. But there's a big feature in my front garden, and it pretty much means anyone who walks by, we're on the main road as well, they look into the house. So I was at the window, just sort of playing guitar. My desk's in front of me, my computer as well. Um, and this one sort of young couple are walking by, having a little poodle, and uh a poodle a poodle buy a right yeah okay. a bit, probably a potter by actually maybe. Yeah, I a, yeah i think that's yeah that's the word you're going for yeah i think both work uh anyway they came by they look at the thing in the front garden uh and then they look up at me that normally happens because you know my lights on i'm there um i feel a little bit of shame that everyone's looking at my house <laughs> uh and then they just keep looking at me and i'm still just playing guitar just minding my own business and they're still looking and like it's going on it's like probably 30 seconds of them looking at me, which if you actually think that it, it's a long time. That's a long
2: time to look at a stranger through a window. In, in
1: reality, I'm like, what's their, what's their problem? Still just playing a guitar, playing a This Modern Love by Block Party, FYI. Oh. Um, and they're still just like looking, and then they just sort of walk off, like looking a bit sort of like, uh, sort of, like they're perturbed. And... Uh, I just was like, "What's what's the issue here, gang? I didn't make the thing in the front garden that's offended." And then Did you I shout re- after them. No, I didn't. Um, but then I re- I look at myself maybe to see if there's a reason they were looking at myself like that. And due to the angle of the desk, where my guitar was, all they could see was my upper arm, sort of moving up and down, and the assumed motion oh. of my wrist doing the strumming on the guitar oh, with my open open curtains. And I think... And a slight kind of dazed, gleeful look on your face, which I've seen you... <laughs> well, <laughs> I, lo- guitar. I love playing. I do, like, I do enjoy playing guitar. I really do. So I normally look happy. Um, and I realised, because of the angle of my desk and the window, and because they're quite a bit further down, they didn't see the guitar. They thought you were having a different kind of strum. They, they really did. Um, so I was wondering if... I just need to know really could we do a quick sort of angle test yeah like, let's
2: do it let's do a live action replay
1: yes yeah. okay so if you go outside i'll i'll just really do down some strong yeah i know you'll have, to, you'll have to wrap up for a bit yeah. just go outside onto the front path i'll sort of be where i was and let me know if um <clears throat> if it if looks you like can, you're if, masturbating yeah sure right sean are you outside i am i am I am in position.
2: I can I can see the
1: artifacts in your front lawn. Yeah.
2: Uh, I am in a position that one would think. Oh, what's this here? Shall I take a closer look? Yes, I shall. Oh, that's interesting. Why is that there? I wonder why. Oh, oh, there's a young man at the window. I
1: wonder what he's doing. What am I doing? Yeah, it does look a little bit like you're. Left- yeah. Okay, come back up. Um, sean What have you been up to today, mate
2: Um, so a nice easy Sunday for me. Um, uh, I went out for a coffee this morning.
1: I love that you go out for coffee. You're so bourgeois.
2: Well, yeah, it's even out. Stay at home where it's
1: I just pour Nescafe granules into my mouth and let the bod- uh, the juice of the body do it as well. Oh, I
2: thought you were going to also pour in freshly boiled water.
1: <laughs> no, you can boil, pour- you can pour in hot water. That's an old Mr. Bean gag, though isn't it Making it is, yeah. Mouth, yeah. Uh, yeah, so what have you been up to? You went out and got a coffee.
2: Went out and got coffee and um, felt very uncomfortable whilst having it. Why?
1: What was going on? Was the uh, barista calling you names across the counter like I've seen them do in your local costa? (laughs) No. What? Oi! Ugly! That's what they do, isn't it? Marco, wasn't it? Um, No, I I can't remember the last time I went to a costa. Okay, fine. Carry on. Um,
2: Yeah, so I went to a a cafe.
1: How Uh, is your nose so big? They say.
2: Weeping, Is that what they shout at you? Wittily, yeah. <laughs> being, being after that
1: before.
2: Um yeah, so I went to a cafe this morning where I felt incredibly uncomfortable. Um and do you want to know why?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's um a valid reason. Carry on though.
2: Um I was the only man amongst about 25 yummy mummies
1: that does intimidate you doesn't it it does it's a very intimidating it's exactly prospect. the reason I took photography A level mate for that exact <laughs> for, for the yummy the, mummies not for the yummy <laughs> yummy mummies but for that kind of ratio All right. did it serve me well No, No, not really, but I I did get a girlfriend from it, so... Oh, you did. One nil me! Who am I against? Photography? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Photography nil, Josh one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I was inside this cafe, which was pretty much like being inside a beauty blogger's Instagram account.
1: Yeah, let's have a look at some photos Do you want to see some photos? What's it called?
2: Um, So it's called Palm Violets. It's in Hackney. Um, And yeah, cakes look lovely. It's
1: everything you expect. It's like flowers everywhere succulents yeah. especially chalkboards nice cakes um it yeah it, it looks... looks like
2: they're using like hairdressers chairs instead of actual chairs for people to sit on yeah um there's kale and avocado on near enough every menu item um but the, the but the kicker is um next to my chosen seat um there was a, an, an ornate wall hanging mm mm-hmm. which was a pair of leggings.
1: A pair of leggings? Yes. That's not, that's someone finishing their yoga session and needing to dry out some leggings, mate. No, mate, they're here on the photo. I can show you. Look. Oh, yeah, they're like, they're not leggings. They're like boho trousers, aren't they? No, they were leggings, no, leggings. they were leggings, okay, right. <laughs> well, so you just felt like you were too cool. Yeah, no, you were I, I, the opposite. I was, so.
2: Yeah, and the worst thing was the coffee machine was broken, so it took about 15 minutes for my coffee to get to me.
1: That's not that bad.
2: Um, well, it is when you're just sat there well, by no, yourself.
1: It is bad, but I, I've had much longer to wait for coffee when the coffee machine wasn't bloody breaking. Well, it's,
2: well, when you're sat there by yourself, surrounded by yummy mummies, feeling very uncomfortable, it's a very long time well, I to think wait.
1: I think that's your own flaw for being uncomfortable <laughs> around people that aren't young men. No, it's not
2: just that. They were just sat there, like playing with their kids, and I was just sat there. I just, I just looked a little bit creepy.
1: Yeah, well, that's that. I'm sure is true. Yeah, uh, I, I've had to wait 15 minutes for a coffee easily, and, uh you know, just especially in. I, I, I went to America, gang. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, f- f- at huge business. expense, and I was uh, actually quite unhappy there. Uh, but uh, in the coffee shops in like the hips, of the parts there, I I waited literally 20 minutes for it to come. Which why did you bad. wait to
2: why why twenty minutes if the coffee machine's not broken? Because
1: you're there and everything in America is so far away from each other. You just like I'm not walking a mile and a half or getting an Uber to get. A, I'm just gonna wait twenty minutes for this coffee and they know <laughs> it. They know it. That's their problem. Anyway, um, yeah, I know what how you feel. I, uh, what well, I often feel uncool in places. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend's house, they feel uncool because yeah, that... everyone there's like all her housemates are quite. I I think they're well. I just they're. I've I've worked myself into a maze of danger. <laughs> uh, but they 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 would be deemed cool by movies. Yeah. Uh, so I feel I'm cool. I went to a club in Israel once um which like we only got in cuz I know someone in Israel and they can speak really good uh really good what is it? what is the Hebrew isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They speak really good Hebrew, so uh, they got us into the club, and it's all like a secret club, and everyone's smoking, and like... Inside? Yeah, yeah, smoking inside. And there's like plants everywhere, and trees growing inside, and it's too cool. Much like this cafe. Much like that cafe, actually. But more recently, some 10-year-olds went by the road outside my house wheeling. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so uncool. It's a regular occurrence for me, but I'm glad it happened to you, finally.
2: Well, no, it happens to me every day at work. Yeah, that's true, yeah.
1: I really, really want you in my mouth From then on there, oh, we'll head on further south Am I talking about the blood of a love rival? Oh no, oh, it's wine Drinking,
2: it's fine So Josh, it's time for wine So
1: this is the part of the show where Sean gets to show off his wine to impress me with it So at the end of the show, I'll fall in love with it and choose that over my own beer Yeah, fall in love with it, fall in love with me Usually it does involve a lot of words I don't understand and jargon and it doesn't often work, but this is a great one.
2: Okay, right. I'm going to try and keep it nice and easy this time.
1: See what you can do.
2: Right. So um, we're in the southeast of France.
1: It's always... Why is it always we're in the southeast? We're not. We're in a okay, dank the, bedroom in Greenwich. The wine, <laughs>
2: the wine we're drinking comes from the southeast of France. Yeah, exactly. We're in Greenwich. Yeah. All thank right. Thank you.
1: Because it's confusing, you know. You can't just go around telling me I'm not where I am.
2: When you... <sighs> (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) just being deliberately obtuse here josh um yeah so southeast of france a region called chateauneuf du pape which is um a sub-region of um bordeaux no the rhone
1: valley i knew that
2: um so um chateauneuf du pape is quite a famous appellation you've probably seen wines for chateauneuf du pape in supermarkets shops heard about it before Mainly red wines. The production is mainly red wines. But there are some white wines made as well. They exist, don't they? They do indeed. And the whites can be absolutely fantastic. So it's quite a hot climate down in the southeast of France, which is why we're using mainly red varietals, because red varietals like the heat more... Than white varietals. There are some white varietals that can stand the heat. Um, the Varieties.
1: Varietals mean gr- means grapes.
2: Yeah. Those. So great grape varieties, different types yeah. of grapes. Um, so the grape varieties we're using here are Marsan, Roussan, and Grenache Blanc.
1: Sound like football players. That's fine though. Carry on.
2: <laughs> as well as a little touch of Viognier. Um, so all the grape varieties here have got quite a high glycerol content, thanks to the heat, um, which means that they have higher. Well, essentially, the heat means more sugar due to photosynthesis.
1: Well, if there's one thing I like, Sean, it's sugar. As do most humans. Yes. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm a particular, you know, a particular
2: so I sugar room. fiend, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I
1: literally ate my way to a root canal the other day. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine.
2: Um, yeah, so it's got a high glycerol content, which means a rich texture to the wine, which is what you noted... First, when you drunk it, you said, oh,
1: what a... I did. This isn't isn't bullshit, gang. Yeah. Stupid old ugly Josh, who's just here for beer reasons. First tried this wine and said, oh, it's quite thick, like apple juice. It's coating my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a wonderful texture to it. Yeah. So... um...
2: The producer uh, is called Claude de L'Orettois de Pape, which is one of the oldest producers in Chateauneuf de Pape, dating back to the early 1800s, from the 2015 vintage. I mean, this is great. It's textured, it's rich, it has got a little touch of oak to it, but not too much. Um, It's still got freshness, a touch of floral character, but a fruit character is a little bit kind of like quince, kind of baked apple, um, almost kind of grapefruit on the nose, still quite aromatic, um, but that texture on the palate is quite pleasing.
1: Yeah, it's a goodie. It is a goodie. Is that is that is that your wine salt? That's wine sold?
2: that's it. I think I'm uh, I'm calling the gavel now.
1: Yeah, that was a goodie.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Sean, take me away from my sleepy haze, to which is not ideal for making a podcast, but it has to be bloody done. It's like the news. You think Piers Morgan and bloody Hugh Edwards want to come in every day and do the news? I think they probably do. Does Piers
2: Morgan do the news every day?
1: No, but he does do it from time to time when he uh, feels there's enough... Bullshit world up behind his teeth. He come up, needs to come <laughs> right, out. he's just going kind to of like fall to the broom. Just he's literally like a pimple that needs squeezing every now and then. Ooh. But I think, yeah, I don't think it's every day. Uh, anyway, sorry about that analogy. It's um,
2: <laughs> a lovely picture. Yeah. Um, so, wh- wh- where am I taking you to? Yes, Finland. Yeah. We're I saw we're, this
1: story. We're, we're in Finland. We're not in Finland. V- <laughs> It's, it's like, I like you're I, a, t- I like
2: taking on a mental journey around the world. You know
1: like the 50s when they had to come up with sort of telephone-based solutions to make people feel like they were rich and like like uh a broad travel was too hard to get. It's like you're a telephone line that is made to feel make people feel like they're traveling abroad. Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Ring 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 ring. Hello. You're in Geneva. <laughs> you're looking at the glossy mountain slopes <laughs> which doesn't even make sense because what's coming after glossy mountain <laughs> you're looking at the glossy mountain goats <laughs> I don't know. anyway uh um, what have you found in finland mate sorry um,
2: so the finnish have um decided that um, their vocabulary is not finished um... <laughs> <laughs> oh. and that's why you listen to us guys is, rippers like is that. it even a pump yeah, it's, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a is. stone cold pun. That's what it is. Um, so they've come up with a new word uh, which would suit your lifestyle quite well, actually. <laughs> well, easy. <laughs> would you like to know what the word is? Another word, I don't know. So the word is Kanit, kannit. Kansala kannit. Kansala Um and it means going home to get drunk alone in your pants.
1: Yeah, it's literally what the whole word means, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Finland is uh, lots of Scandinavian and sort of Germanic languages are great for having weird literal translations or just like huge amounts of detail in one word. Yeah. Uh like Heig, you know Heig or hygge. No. You have this word. It's I uh, pronounced um I don't know how it's pro- I think it's pronounced like Heig or Hoog, Uh it's h y g g e and it um essentially it means being dr- I think it's being drunk with your friends in knitted jumpers by a fireplace. I think that's like the main definition but it's been kind of reappropriated nah, by... Apparently
2: it's a Danish word that is a feeling or mood that comes taking genuine pleasure in making ordinary everyday moments more meaningful, beautiful or special.
1: Okay, well... So you've been fed... No, 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 because that a is... A whole
2: strong line of bullshit by
1: BuzzFeed. No, 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 because this... I found that from... I found my definition from a more credible place as well. Uh, so there's probably more than one definition, but basically it's been appropriated by sort of UK people and Americans to mean buy a muji diffuser is pretty much all it is <laughs> oh i'm so high i've got socks on and i've got a muji diffuser but it really means being like it's more like being in a wooden cabin
2: muji diffusers are very
1: expensive very well. expensive uh, go on amazon you can find them for a third of the price it's how i, I got my mum's present yeah, for christmas I've,
2: i did that just the other day for work yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah. uh so good um anyway so this word is uh and to be honest it's a goodie to have although to I'm rarely drunk in my pants on my own, and I say that with some pride.
2: <laughs> no, you're normally fully clothed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Um, but it's uh, a nice word to have, and I thought it was—it seems right for this podcast, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because um, we are both in our pants. We should, be, We should be. We should do a Kalsadokanit episode.
2: <laughs> Where we both just sit in our respective homes well, in our pants yeah, getting drunk. Don't know, the talk pro- to one the another. problem is by definition that... Great broadcasting, Josh. <laughs> the problem is that it would be by
1: ourselves, but we should do a Kalsadokanit special. <laughs> which is, we're, we're not linked up, but we just spout our thoughts for about an hour into a microphone whilst we're drinking in our pants alone at home. That sounds like great listening. Coming to you soon. Well, Valentine's is a coming, like a looming beast on the horizon with 60 wings and claws to catch you with. Claws
2: to catch with, not to tear to your catch flesh love, open. To
1: a cupid, I, d- I don't know. It, it depends on what your view is on Valentine's. What your, your view on Valentine's and love in general seems quite dark after that, Josh. Into love, Valentine's Day... Seeps, but uh yeah what's your what are you doing for valentine's day mate i'll i'll be a worker because sean's with girlfriend i am <laughs> i am with
2: girlfriend that makes me sound like i'm carrying on with me now yeah. um well I'll be, I'll be working
1: oh right yeah really yeah because uh, of to make sure other people's valentine's day goes off that a hit sean works yeah, in a so, restaurant by the way
2: yeah so i'll be spending my valentine's day making sure that every about 60 people have a lovely valentine's day
1: well that's good um i'll be doing the same thing by um shouting anti-love messages for a megaphone out of a car window i have an uber window actually i was about
2: to say what what
1: car i don't have a car so it has to be an uber driver, won't it i don't know if you can do that on uber can you is like you have to put a destination in could you say drive round and round central london
2: yeah because well, you just have to put your end destination as like home
1: and ask him just to drive round and round and round and round and round. Yeah, he's, he's going to make. Her, a, he's going to him in London. Though. Yeah,
2: he's going to make a fair whack of money out of it. So, what, what, what's he going to care? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, fair point. Okay, well, just an indefinite. Well, central London on Valentine's Day. Watch out, because <laughs> Josh is coming with his
2: mega and
1: cutting thoughts that may make you your off... partner think. Hmm, maybe he's right. Uh, but no, what are you doing? So you're working. I'm working. Are yeah. you not doing anything in the in the latter parts of it?
2: Uh, I'll be at work until about one a.m. So absolutely no, no romance for Sean. Sure. No, I, I really despise Valentine's Day anyway. Yeah, fair enough. I absolutely hate it. I think it's just... Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't even want to go into it because
1: it just makes me angry. Well, I think it's... If like uh, if you're the type of person who's too afraid to show you love your partner in the rest of the year, it gives you a great opportunity <laughs> to really open up that one day a year.
2: Yeah, but i oh, just rather wow, just like... Oh, it just makes me... Why just one day... That you, no, you have I, to take I, people out. And you if you've what? ever it's... worked in a restaurant over Valentine's Day, the kind of person who goes out to a restaurant over Valentine's Day is a grade A. Well,
1: let's not say <laughs> anything about that. Do you know what I think actually is quite, I, I'm I'm for it. It's just not for me. Why why not do a little bit extra, a little bit of celebration? Well, just do it
2: any time throughout the year. Don't just do it on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, but we need order and I, I quite like just turning prompts. to my girlfriend and go, you know what? Let's go out for dinner tonight. Let's go out for lunch. My treat. Let's have a nice little day together.
1: Yeah, I, well, but you're perfect. So... who is that. I am <laughs> yeah. dreamy. How do we get through that? Um, so I have a different... I'm not really doing... I don't really do Valentine's Day either. But um, because of how dates work, uh, <laughs> as in like dates, the calendar dates, um, I'm actually taking uh, my girlfriend to see a comedian that she fancies quite heavily. <laughs> oh... So I, you and I actually went to see this this comic before yeah, without yeah, we, actually knowing it. We, we
2: did, yeah. Very, very funny man.
1: Liam Williams is the name. Um, Comedy's the game. Com- well, I, I imagine that's how he introduces himself he to most He was quite people. a dour, dry person. I don't think he would say that. <laughs> I think he'd probably grumble about something and then, you know. just
2: In his, you know. in his northern, dulcet northern accent. Yeah, yeah. so
1: he's, he's a great comic, actually. I uh, really enjoyed the show. He's on with John Robbins. Um, but yeah, I... I I was watching him and thought, my girlfriend would fancy him like <laughs> He's
2: is that is that why you seem so distracted?
1: Yeah, especially through that set because he, he he's a funny goot. He's a funny goot. He's a funny guy <laughs> and dude. He's a funny goot. And I can uh, see that catching on as a phrase. He's kind of got a similar build to me, if not a little skinnier, to be honest. Uh... Fair and box, you, know. you know he just talk he talks about things in the way that I know my girlfriend really fancy. So I've been telling my girlfriend she had fancy this guy for about um, the past two weeks, and <laughs> so now you she
2: bought it upon yourself. Yeah, yeah,
1: and she now agrees that she does fancy him <laughs> quite <laughs> a lot. And so I, I booked some tickets to go see him. Yeah. Um,
2: what, because you want to get rid of the old girlfriends? Is, no, this, no, part no, a, no, is this part of a master plan, just no, to shuffle her I off into somebody else? it
1: would be fun to see if she actually does fancy it, and it just turns out that's what's happening on Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay. So basically, I'm, I'm taking my girlfriend to like a, so a cattle you, market you, for you, potential new partners. Yeah, you've
2: orchestrated your own breakup. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it could well be. It
2: could well be. How, you, how are you spending your Valentine's Day, Josh? Well, I'm hoping to palm my girlfriend off into some poor unwitting comedian.
1: We'll see. <laughs> Quite a small room as well. So yeah. uh... I still think
2: co- a comedian is kind of um, they're they're a performer and a, kind of a celebrity a using air, air, air quotes. <laughs> You're right, sorry, we're but... different roots there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but still slightly obtainable and actually a person that you could one could actually speak to as well. So it's not just like it's
1: really the worst case scenario. Yeah, it? it's not
2: just like she fancies Brad Pitt, who she's never going to speak to. She could end up in similar circles as Liam Williamson. Williams.
1: Williams. Yeah. And, uh, if and he, they if could he, end up as bedfellows. If he was on her list, I'd be genuinely worried. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just turns out that I'm, yeah, Valentine's Day. Take-
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
2: Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
1: All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
1: My girlfriend to see a man that she fancies perform. <laughs> so trawling through news sites as I do. Um, you can't stop me looking at news, or nudes, or nudes. Depends. <laughs> just depends. This is depends the e- on
2: the time of day, company. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't. On a Sunday evening when we're recording right now, I don't even have the energy to fight off that. <laughs> so it just it depends exactly when you catch me. uh, look at the news this time and in Oregon where um, there's a state in the US where weed has become legalised I think I'm right in saying have you looked into this to the point where it's not even medicinal anymore? I
2: I have no idea. Shall we go for one of our signature research breaks? I think we're going to have to
1: have a research break. So, yeah, Sean, it's been legal for recreational use for a while.
2: Yeah, November 2014, Oregon ballot measure 91 was passed, which allowed the recreational use of marijuana.
1: So, in Oregon, if you just want to smoke... (laughs) Smoke-a-do. Have those jazz cigarettes ready. Get on the old... Green train. The Jazz Wagon.
2: Get on. No, the Jazz
1: Wagon doesn't sound good. <laughs> the Jazz Wagon sounds like a bad place to be. Uh, but anyway, you can now you on
2: jazz, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? it does.
1: Um it's uh now legal to um legal and possible to get your uh, marijuana mail ordered to your house. Delivered to your door. Which is pretty cool, isn't it? It's the most obvious step. Like
2: I well, it's just gonna be people just sat there in their pants, get getting uh, how do you say it? Um, calciolic (laughs) anit. Yeah, but. And then thinking, oh, you know what, make this even better. A good old doob.
1: I think talking in stereotypes, uh, and from personal experience, (laughs) if you are the type of person who's needing to mail order, uh, marijuana, maybe as an argument that you do need to get outside the house now and then. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to facilitate kind of social skills, is it?
1: Uh, no, but, um, you know, I can see why there would also be the sweet, sweet uh, enjoyment in not having to leave the house again. But yeah, it makes a lot of sense, uh, I suppose. Um, To be honest, I'm all for it. I don't really mind. But what um, I think will be the interesting next step of this is uh, what's going on around... We record this in Greenwich in my house, and right now they're trialling something new, Just Eat, which are a takeaway sort of thing. They're trialling land drones, delivering food uh, without anyone in. So they are electric boxes. With six wheels on that are about two feet high. And they drive along autonomously al- along the pavement right. really slowly. Um, very slowly, actually. Makes you wonder how like the food's not going terribly, terribly cold. Uh, Nothing
2: worse than a cold takeaway.
1: And it steers itself. It stops you when you walk out. I literally today walked out of a shop and bumped into one, though, because it didn't really sense me coming outside of the shop. Which I suppose is well, my. If only
2: two feet high, you're not going to not an eye level, It is a problem,
1: isn't it? it? But yeah, uh, the next step surely is delivering uh, recreational drugs in a box in drones, air dropping from drones. I think air dropping is dangerous, and that's why they haven't gone with this for the. Like, it's much easier to say there's just going to be a little creature, like little robot, plodding along the ground. But imagine how many kids are going to be trying to steal these boxes of drugs. (laughs) They're
2: going to be everywhere. They'll be setting little traps with firecrackers
1: and things just to blow them up. Well, they'll just be like picking them up, taking them home and trying to get into this goods box. (laughs) Of course (laughs) they will. And it's probably going to lead to the armament of these boxes to fend off kids trying to steal their goods. And then we literally have artificial intelligence robots with weapons and drugs. Drugs and the end of the world, surely. When we have weaponized drones delivering drugs, the world's ending. Beers in heaven. So now it's time for the beer cell, where I have to try and impress Sean with my beer more so than his own wine. Uh, I'm not very good at the technical side of it, like Sean is, though, with his wine cell. I really struggle with all the words and everything.
2: I don't think you struggle with the words. Uh, I do. You've been trying to paint quite a pretty narrative. Of uh, a Victorian version of myself, Mm. um, which I'm not too happy
1: with. I've strayed from Victorian England this time. Although it could still technically be in, but it's it's a little bit here or there. Um, But yes, so basically I tell a a story that sort of consumes Sean into it. And he feels like he's living that life. And then at the end of it, he wants a beer so badly. It does feel like a, a lifetime has been gone by the time the story's finished. Exactly. They are quite long. Um, but yeah, he just wants nothing more than a beer, if my story has worked. So here we go. Sean, you have your lines? I have my lines. Yes, I am as ready as i will ever be, I suppose. But you cannot see the rest of the script, only his own lines. So let's get going. Knock knock clang clang clang. Woo! Ah, ah Sean awoke to this cacophony of noise and found himself locked in a box with barely room to move.
2: Whoa, what's happened to my bedroom? Have I won the lottery or something? <laughs> Am I now Northern?
1: <laughs> I kind of picture like just uh, a London sort of accent.
2: Oh, I went. I went
1: straight away to Northern. <laughs> oh well, that's fine. You can be Northern. Oh, if you want. Yeah. Try. Well, let's try that one more time. All right. Whoa, what's happened to my bedroom? Have I won the lottery or something? But no, Sean hadn't won the lottery.
2: First off, I'm going to buy me my jet
1: ski and finally get this bird pool washed out my eyebrow. Sean hadn't won the lottery, I said. He found himself in a veal box. Usually reserved for baby cattle who are <laughs> due to be white veal. Uh, uh,
2: um, listeners at home, we were having a um, prior to recording this this podcast. We had a um, quick discussion on, about veal, um, so it's obvious to see that Josh's creative juices have not flown too far
1: this afternoon. <laughs> I'll start that line again. <laughs> he found himself in a veal box, usually reserved for baby cattle who are due to be white veal, trapped as their living meat tenderizes. Sean found himself in the exact same box with baby cattle in similar crates around him. Futuristic steampunk artificial intelligence now sweeps London regularly, picking up stray cattle to turn into meat. (laughs) Stray cattle? Yeah. They work out who's human by performing simple intelligence-based questions. In this case, the AI asked, Who is cited as having discovered gravity after seeing an apple fall from a tree? And Sean replied... Moo, 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 moo. Was it Yuri Geller? <laughs> Luckily, there is a failsafe for humans getting caught in the veal system. And that's graduating bovine college and becoming a professional grazing cow. Uh, the first lesson of the day was milking. Oh, I like Milk. Sean said before he was attached to a milking machine and eventually turned into what looked like a giant Ken doll that someone had mashed 500 grams of mincemeat into the groin.
2: Oh, I don't like milk.
1: Sean meowed. (laughs) Next up was running towards red rags. Hour after hour, Sean ran at the green grass of the paddock he was in. An annoying side effect of colour blindness. His head was smashed. Crushed and beaten to a pulp, the migraine felt like a bag of nails was reverberating around his skull. Luckily for Sean, three of his other students were disqualified for plagiarism, so he passed. Whilst giving his graduation speech, he exclaimed Did anyone think I would pass? Nay. I'm I'm reading
2: the the, the, the typo exactly there. Change the typo. <laughs> Do you want me to go
1: again? Yes. Did anyone think I would pass?
2: Nay
1: Luckily for Sean, no one had come to his graduation, so he couldn't hear this pun that revealed his grassroots misunderstanding of what it is to be a cow. (laughs) So he settled down in his field and started chewing the cud. Years of bristling rains battered his human flesh. The local children tipped him over as he slept, and Johnny Knoxville rode him for Jackass 5.5 before shitting on him and performing something called an extreme cow enema. One day, a confused rambler left his unopened bottle of beer on the field. Sean bent over, and he took a sip.
2: It's not quite strong enough for the situation you've just painted. Right, this is a recurring theme. Yeah, I think I'm going to need... I don't know. I'm going to need some home delivery marijuana after all that. Okay, good.
1: Drinking wine and feeling fine Because I drink that wine all the time with Sean It's time for wine news, Josh. It is. Thank you very much to Matt Young for providing that jingle there. Uh, In case you haven't heard it, uh, that was from last week's episode where we're joined by uh, producer Matt Young. Lovely to have them on board. It,
2: it was, yeah, it was a, it was a lovely time. Was had by all. Yeah, right. So uh, three stories this week, Josh.
1: Three, Jesus. Yeah, three uh, rip rippers of a stories. If you've ever read a wine website like Decanter or Decanter, <laughs> there, there isn't much going on in the world of wine. It's all quite stable. Uh, uh,
2: I've I found I found some gems this week. Um, first story: eBay signs deal to add more than one thousand wines to sale lists. Oh. Can you imagine buying wine off of eBay, Josh? Yeah. Yeah? Excellent. Cool. Next story. Uh, (laughs) Will Chinese law change hurt vineyard purchases? Will what? Will it? Will Chinese law change hurt vineyard purchases? The crux of this story being that um, a lot of vineyards are purchased by Chinese companies um, in places such as Bordeaux. A recent law has been passed in China so restricting the um, movement of money outside of, from China outwards, meaning that companies are unable to buy and purchase vineyard areas. Move on, I don't care. Right, okay. Um, next story. Um, where is it? <laughs> I've lost it. <laughs> oh, I had it. Um, Yes, it was exactly
1: like Sky News
2: I've got it here Portrait of wine god Bacchus Found 80 years after Nazi sell-off Right A century-old painting of Bacchus The Roman god of wine Has been recovered by the FBI in New York 80 years after it was stolen off After it was stolen And sold off by the Nazis
1: Stolen Wasn't it, it Wasn't Nazi art typically stolen by the Americans And sold on or was it raided by the Nazis? It was
2: raided by the Nazis. Oh, it's not, it's not painted it. by the Nazis. No, I know. It was stolen by the Nazis and then sold off to fund their campaign. Like they uh, did oh, A I lot see. of things.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, well, thank you. Is that it for Wine News? Those are my three stories for this week, Josh. You're up to date on wine and wine alone. <laughs> Discard the last three minutes. <laughs> Drinking wine and feeling fine Because I drink that wine all the time with Sean BuzzFeed is a website that I have experienced and used before. Have you experienced and used it as well? Yes. Yeah, so um, you came across this thing. Uh, I, um, the title is, in a very sort of BuzzFeed way, we drank all the Wetherspoons cocktails and rated them. And this story especially smacks of, like, the difference between Vice and BuzzFeed. Is yeah. BuzzFeed is... They kind of do, like, vicey things like this, but it's kind of a bit... (laughs) a bit sort of nerdy. (laughs) And sort of, like, (laughs) a bit more dweeby, which is much more my cup of tea. It it sounds like a
2: whale of a time, to be honest, drinking all the Weatherspoons cocktails. So,
1: yeah, they literally went through all the cocktails and rated them. Just
2: in case we have any international listeners, shall we explain what a Weatherspoons is?
1: What a very good idea. Take them through Weatherspoons. So... uh, This is what I want from you. Um, Weatherspoons on a pub and bar level... Um, culturally in England and leading into the cocktails, especially.
2: Yeah, okay. So, Weatherspoons is a brand and chain of um, places where one can drink, um, either being a kind of a, a bar area or a pub. Um, so, they're usually based in city centres, right in the middle of the town, normally with pretty good locations, yeah. and they ha- tend to have very keen prices.
1: They had on great uh, prices. There was a Doom Bar in a Weatherspoons the other day for two pound 19 a pint.
2: Oh, I've had um, cans of Vedette for one ninety nine. It's good. Oh, oh yeah. mate. Um, yeah. So essentially, that
1: said, they did fund Brexit.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> Fair the that amount. You know. Yeah. So it's well, for, for our international listeners. The, the, t- the typical um, weatherspoons
1: Well, no, let's not stereotype because I'm always, I I. Well, I was a Weatherspoons customer, I probably still would be now and then. Well yeah, but you would You can hear a lot of racism in Weatherspoons bars typically. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it, it tends to be home to one one of two types. Either the kind of I was
1: once in a I was once in a Weatherspoons uh, where uh, with a girl and someone came up to her and said, I bet you fifty quid you're not wearing any knickers. And that didn't even really feel out of place. Um, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it... with, what who won the bet? Uh, the, the bet wasn't um, resolved. Oh, right, okay. I to say. Um So, yeah. Uh, that's And that wasn't out of place. That felt kind of normal. Yeah,
2: okay. Well, we- Weatherspoons are pretty much home to anybody looking for a, a cheap alcoholic fix.
1: Yeah. Um, and students as well. Loads of students go out. Well, of course,
2: students fall well into that category.
1: The Moon in the Square in Bournemouth is a big student... Well, it was 10 years ago. <laughs> it used to be a big student <laughs> hotspot. And the cocktails were the big thing because you could get jugs of these cocktails... For I think it was about five quid a jug back then, if I'm right. It's gone up to eight ninety nine now. That I? has gone up. It has gone up a bit. Um, yeah, it was about five six quid. I'm pretty wasn't sure it? it was five or six quid. I think it was five. Yeah. Um So this website, BuzzFeed, you'll know, went through and rated all of them, um, and we're not going to read out their ratings because we're the beer and wine experts here. So we're just going to see if we can remember any of them, really. Uh, The Pornstar Martini, I don't actually remember ever having there.
2: Oh, no, but it's the kind of cocktail that everybody loves at the moment, and it is my absolute bane of my existence, is the Pornstar
1: Martini. It's because it sounds cheeky, doesn't it? It's like, oh, "Oh, I'm so naughty. It's
2: just an awful drink. It's just like vanilla passion fruit. And a shot of prosecco on the side.
1: Okay, well, let's not get too worried. Oh. Um, the Godfather, which is Jack Daniel's, Di Serrano, uh, and Pepsi.
2: A good Godfather is actually quite a nice drink. It should be bourbon, amaretto, and that's it. You can yeah, lengthen it over with, ice. That yeah, nice you, and you, you can lengthen it over with Coke, but just don't. I, just together, it's actually quite nice. Yeah, I like. Sweet, sweet bourbon and sweet, uh, or mon- Monkey
1: Shoulder, good. which is a, a blended uh, Scotch whiskey, um, tastes very good. Yeah, it a, needs to be a... something with a high oak content. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really nice. Um, so next up, uh, then you gave that two out of ten. Actually, The Godfather might be bad though. I don't know.
2: And they like it. They said the celebrity it's most like is uh, Dapper Laughs
1: who um, was the the terribly misogynistic dickhead. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Sex on the Beach, which is vodka. Archer's, which is like a cranberry schnapps or a peach schnapps. Cranberry juice and orange juice. It's a bit... looks a bit horrid. Uh, don't really not much about that. You? Um, well, it's a, cl-
2: it's a classic cocktail. It's just one of those drinks. It's just like a fruit punch, essentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're... Having sex on the beach, it would refresh you. Um, it's got plenty of like antioxidants from the cranberry juice. It's probably what you want whilst you're having sex on the beach. True. Um,
1: yeah. Blue Lagoon. Now this. This was the. This one. is the puppy. Uh, I don't remember if it tastes good because I haven't had it recently. But it's. It was the one you had, wasn't it? This.
2: This was what we used to drink from six straws at a time. Yeah. Into, well, just for just one person, just to facilitate the ease of drinking. And um, one liter pitcher would probably last about twenty minutes for one person. We'd sit there about six or eight of us,
1: oh, all damn. all with a pitcher of Blue Lagoon. Literally take me back. <laughs> I had a uh, off topic. I had a nostalgia pang this morning, and they're they're not happening so much anymore. But is that real? It's remembering things from, especially when I was sort of sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, yeah. like learning to drive and like all of those those years. And I had a nostalgia pang, and I almost cried, knowing that I couldn't go back <laughs> to that time.
2: I think everybody gets those, Josh, because I get them really, really bad. The grass is Especially greener, as I approach isn't it? My, yeah. of my, of course, birthday. you just remember the good things, don't you?
1: Yeah. Oh God. i ge- okay. Let's carry on. Uh, we were Jesus <laughs> getting, quite, getting, quite, getting uh...
2: quite dour, aren't we? <laughs> let's move on. Purple rain.
1: Um, yeah, that was a biggie as well. What is it? So Sa-
2: Sours, cherry, blue curacao and lemonade.
1: Yeah, it was all right from what I remember. Um, off menu pro order. So this is, this used to be the big one they did was the Cheeky Vimto, the, the Cheeky V. The Cheeky V. Uh, which was the main one, actually. We, so it... I
2: was introduced to this by a mutual friend of ours, Alan. Oh, really? Do you remember Alan? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he introduced me to the wonders of the Cheeky V.
1: Yeah. So it's, um. Sounds a lot dirtier than it is. A 50 mil measure report with uh, a blue wkd in the top and it tastes like vimto.
2: It tastes like vimto.
1: Gets you hammered. Gets you hammered and it, it really does taste like vimto. Um so that yeah that is the roundup of the weather spoons cocktails. If you are if you are visiting our fine isle, would you recommend going to a spoons? Sean? Well it
2: gives you an accurate snapshot of British culture.
1: Yeah. I don't know cuz I'm I'm split cuz I've got the picture of the Weatherspoons, where we went and had those cocktails when if we were eighteen. Wanna, if, if you want if you want to see, which is really fun, if
2: you want to see Britain and its grittiest, go to a Weatherspoon's, eleven o'clock on a Wednesday.
1: No, don't do, don't do that. Eleven a.m. or be... Eleven a.m. No, don't definitely don't do that. Don't. So it's time for the outro now. We have reached the end of this fine podcast. It's been a sleepy one. Hopefully you've stayed with us. Um, it's been some interesting chat, hasn't there? It hasn't been the end of the... This hasn't been our last episode, has it? I, I, are the funders going to pull their sweet dollar? We're both looking up at the skies. We just don't know. Oh, I don't know. We just don't know. Maybe, but no, unlikely, um, seeing as the funders are us and... Uh, Quite an easy one to fund, actually. Yeah, well, there's not much dollar involved. <laughs> no, but let's uh, decide who has won this. Uh, Sean, today, what did you bring?
2: Um, so we're drinking um, Clé de L'Oretois de Papes, Neuf de Plap, Blanc um, from 2015.
1: It was lovely. I brought uh, Fuller's London Pride. Just one of straightforward beer today. That's what I brought. Yeah, just uh, an ale. Just an ale?
2: Yeah. Just a yeah. good old Sunday drink, and ale. So what do you think of both the drinks? Um the the wine was fantastic um great texture um nice intensity of flavor well balanced despite having that rich texture it's got a good freshness to it which keeps it easy to drink um and the the beer is it's a london pride it's just a good moment when you lift one of these to your to your parched lips
1: it really is um
2: so what are you gonna choose um i'm going for i'm going for the wine I think that's a... Uh... Yeah. Um, the uh, Don't get me wrong, I love a London Pride, but it's an everyday beer. It is everyday. This is a this is a great wine. I mean, it's a, a, a little bit on the pricey side, and it's £30 a bottle. That is expensive. Yeah, but um, I, th- I Very, think very expensive. I, th- I, th- I think it's worth it. Quality-wise, I think you get what you
1: pay for here, so... I'm going to go for the wine as well. I'm not really yep. taking price into account here, but that, that wine was delicious yeah i yeah, really loved it very, so um, well good. done sean you've won this one you've taken it away with your shattering nerve to bat but Woo! it's been a little while since you've done win is the winner yeah okay fine um and go,
2: sean it's your birthday you're gonna drink chat enough like
1: it's your birthday right and we really have to go uh, thank <laughs> you for listening we're back again next week do like and subscribe don't touch that dog. even on a budget quality is non-negotiable there isn't there isn't a style